Welcome to episode 34 of TikTok. Uh, Mark joining me tonight. How's it going, Mark? Mm, could be going better, Mark. <laughs> could be going better. Uh, episode, t- the working title, Pumped Out of Europe Again. <laughs> <laughs> um, as is custom at the start of the episode, we go by the episode number. Number 34, past uh, Celtic number 34s. They're absolutely garbage this, this time, so I'm just going to blast it through them. Owen O'Connell and Mark Fotheringham. So, um, moving on. Moving on. I've got. Obviously, we're going to talk about the next game. We just watched it. Disappointing. But, um, I'm going to. There's a wee player rating game I'm going to play with you, right? Um, you get three, three choices. And I'm going to run through the team, starting 11, and the guys that came on. You get three choices and to describe their performances or just their. Um, overall status at overall point. status is Celtic yeah, good 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 um, a few choices are good shit doesn't matter shouldn't be playing anyway so good shit or it doesn't matter because he shouldn't be playing anyway um, let's wrap through this Scott Bain doesn't matter <laughs> shouldn't be playing anyway Andrew Ralston so he gets two ratings because I thought he was quite good, but also it doesn't matter because he shouldn't be playing anyway. Yes, uh, Stephen Welsh. Uh, Shane. Uh, Dane Murray. Good. Good, okay. Uh, Greg Taylor. Shane. David Tumble. Shane. Soro. Really shite. Uh, his worst game I think I've seen. Uh, Callum McGregor. Good. Uh, uh, Honourable mention for a. Unbelievable goal. <laughs> Absolutely superstar. Mm. Uh, Lille Abada. Shite. Ryan Christie. Oh, good. Mm, good. For the first 60 minutes, anyway. Uh, Odson Edward. Shite. And off the bench came James Forrest. Good and then became shite. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Sitter. Tom Rogic. Shite. Adam Montgomery. Shite. And Albin Yeti. I think we've very long, but so, we'll just go things over. Actually, it doesn't matter, shouldn't be there. Okay, okay. Uh, I started taking notes at the start of the game, and uh, I literally got one note, and it says, first 20 minutes, very sloppy passing. <laughs> and I just stopped taking notes. And that was probably the best passing of the game. <laughs> uh, we've got Chris Sutton's reaction to the defeat. There's no doubt it's embarrassing for Celtic to go out of the Champions League uh, at this stage. I think we all know the reasons uh, for it. The manager has been dealt an awful hand. I said it last week. I, I said also it would be a miracle if Celtic got through to the Champions League group stages. Uh, look at his bench tonight. What he had to work with, what he had to throw on. Look, there have been issues which have needed addressing for a long time at the club. We're speaking about the goalkeeping issue before the game. Every Celtic fan knows that Celtic need a goalkeeper who is up to it. Barkas isn't up to it. Bain isn't up to it. Hazard's not up to it. Why haven't Celtic acted? Why on earth was Christopher Iyer sold and the club knew that he was going to move on? And, and Dane Murray, who actually performed very well tonight, thrown in at the deep end uh, this evening, beat on once again playing a Champions League qualifying game. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing and it's mismanagement from the top. But this isn't on the manager. He also went on to tweet 
No surprise Celtic going out, Ange Postacoglu has been dealt the worst hand of any Celtic manager in the last 20 years. The powers that be should be ashamed of dealing him this hand, years of acting too slow and bringing in players too late, but this season is something else. Strong ones, Chris yeah. <laughs> To be fair, like I think, I guess he's limited time and how long he can speak uh, on television and there's only so many characters you can put in a tweet because you could go on and on. He talked about the, the goalkeeper situation, but is it any worse than the central defence situation? Is it any worse than the, the situation we're left with the fullbacks? Is it any worse than having a striker that doesn't want to play up front? Uh, like the squads, like let's be honest, it's an, an absolute shambles. And that's us making signings already, but it's so bad. I can't think of a worse Celtic squad but in my life. It's so thin on the ground. Um, I've... Um, kind of find someone else to blame. Now it's kinda everybody knows it's the board's fault and that. But um you know how John Kennedy used to get a hard time for like the defence being shocking last season and he was like a defender and he was a coach, even though he wasn't like a defensive coach. But anyway. Um Stevie Woods man, something fucking goalie Stevie. <laughs> I know. I know um, Stevie Woods coaching techniques work for Fraser Foster and no one else. Um Fraser well Craig Gordon Craig Gordon, to be fair, was decent. Was Craig Gordon. Talented shot stopper. Uh, Scott Bain weirdly looked good at one point. No, never. In that, that game against Rangers, he just got thrown in. No. Passable, but not good. No. No, never, never numero uno. No. Um, so how do you think us getting knocked out affects us fa- financial-wise and... Like getting players in. Think they just charge on with the targets. Current targets, there's about a million of them, but I think it guarantees that the next day the word bid gets accepted. Mm-hmm. Um if it's twenty million or if it's eighteen and a half million, I think that automatically goes. But Celtic haven't qualified qualified for the Champions League now for four years. So the finances will just be what the finances have been and we've in those last four years, often enough, had a squad that's good enough to challenge. Um, at the moment, we don't. Um, negligent, I think, like how you would describe the board's sort of attitude over the last four years, but today it's like criminal negligence. <laughs> it's insane uh, yeah. how, how bad we've let it go. So I think finances will be okay because, once again, the Celtic support have been in their masses duped into buying season tickets uh, with, with false promises and nonsense being spoken. Um, so I think we'll still go after the targets we're going to go after. Do I think they'll be the right targets at the right price? Nope. But I think we'll bring in some very, very average players around the two, three million pound bracket. Uh, average, like Joe Hart average? Um... I mean, Joe Hart will be above average for Celtic at the moment. Oh, <laughs> uh, Joe Hart's wages will be through the roof. Yeah. And so we get Starfield coming in. Going straight into the team on Saturday, do you reckon? 8pm, Hart. It has to. I mean, no no, uh, no harm to, to Murray. I thought he's had a couple of good games. He uh, had a shocker against West Ham in that friendly, but it was a friendly. So I think the two perf- times he's had to step up, um, I thought I thought he's done well. And actually, I think Welsh is okay as well, but you can't have two young guys in central defence um, that don't have any big game experience. I mean, I think Welsh was playing in League One in Scotland, maybe. Um, and then played a few games last season and now he's meant to be Celtic starting centre-half and at the moment the leader <laughs> of the team. Um, so for me, yeah, he has to go straight in the team, but also there has to be more recruitment in that area. 
and they've got a goalkeeper they don't trust behind them. Um, I don't think any Celtic goalkeepers have hands. Uh, near Beaton, Starfield centre back pairing. Uh, I mean Beaton should never play centre back for for Celtic, but yeah, I think that will be the centre backs. Uh, uh, for Saturday, um, the full back situation is a bit a bit of shambles too. Uh, Anthony Alston played pretty well. Yeah, but, but thrown off yet. Aye, true. Um, so we're after apparently close to sealing a deal for I can't remember his first name Buta can't believe it's not Buta Buta yeah um, is he from I was him from a Belgian team the last time he signed a fullback from Belgium for three million pounds it went really well bollingly holy moly who can him who's behind Adam oh, Montgomery I'm uh, behind Colin Montgomery uh, I probably would be behind Colin Montgomery uh, <laughs> yeah I thought man, Montgomery come on deal in headlights tonight uh, uh, it's not his fault no not at all ten minutes and now Extra time. Extra time when your team's up against it and can't string two passes together. Um, the attack just seems so disjointed. We didn't look, look as fluid as we had in the, the friendlies. Um, it's hard to be fluid when uh, Edward's I, fucking... Every, every attack breaks down because he's lethargic as shit. That's where attacks go to die. It's like... And it used to be the exact opposite. I, he, was, he was literally like... He was getting a pass, miscontrolling it, uh, getting a good pass to run on the two, wasn't making it. He was, at one point they took the ball off James Forrest when he was running through and goal. See, honestly, if Celtic sell Edward for 20 million and buy a striker for four or five million pounds, I'm actually going to fucking, <laughs> I'm going to say I'm too radical, but I'm going to have to Molotov cocktail someone. Um, we've been linked the day again with Aaron Bepenza. Uh, I can't remember what the Turkey's team he plays for, but he scored 22 goals in 38 or 36 games uh, last season. I mean, you need someone that puts puts the ball in the net, but... 24 years old, looks expensive though. Uh, like 10 million quid plus. Well, 10 million quid plus is fine first. You know what I mean? We paid 9 million for Edward. Um, I think 10 million plus, I mean, the game's moved on. Things have got more expensive even since then, so... You need to score goals. Aye, aye. We don't put the... Uh, essentially, we've we went from being... The best team in Scottish history domestically to the worst Celtic team that anyone can remember in, a, in an incredibly quick uh, uh, sort of space of time. Um, literally, see if we don't sort this like really soon, it can be four or five years of really, really bleak stuff. Who do you try and keep in your team? Um, McGregor. McGregor. Turnbull, Christie. I didn't think Turnbull had a very good game tonight, but uh, well, I, I thought he had a decent sort of half an hour and then I didn't think he was great after that um, but yeah Turnbull for me is a good player uh, Christie is just hot or cold isn't he as long as he's not off the right I think James Forrest um, I think Abada to be fair yeah. will, will come on to a game he's got some he's got some learning to do but you know what having a, an experienced right winger that's super productive and um, watching him train day in day out I think will really help um, other than that nothing do you think the um, so Ryan Christie's playing off the left wing now? Uh, David Turnbull struggling a wee bit with the the pace that we want to press at. He's not a great runner. No, I, he's he's not, to, he's not he a natural to, athlete. He used to uh, the the physical side of it. Although Soro, who is a a runner and a tackler, to to make oh, also miles. I, I mean. To be fair, that's, that's by far the worst game I've seen him play, but he just looked like he was behind the, behind, behind the play all the time. I think when we recorded last week after the, 
the home leg, I was trying to be positive. I didn't think he was very good in that game, but I tried to say you know, he was good, mm. positive, you know, like so much negativity last season. Um, but no, I, I thought he was like buying average last week, five, five out of ten. I thought last week he was, it's actually as poor a uh, holding midfield display at Celtic that I can, I can remember. Obviously, when Scott Brown for 10 years, so typically it was not always unbelievable, but mm. never that bad. But what I'm thinking is uh, midfield three. Cal McGregor, Soro, and Willie favour Christie mm-hmm. if he gets the wingers he needs. Yeah, he might do just for the energy, the third mm-hmm. Um I think I would like to see how Liam Shaw goes on in that holding role. role. Yeah. He looked impressive in the friendlies, but. I just don't know what training's going like, but Soro, do you know, Soro's performance has been that bad that it's making me think we may need that. That might be another area that we need to. I know, because like, you've literally got one holding midfielder, yeah. and then that's it. Unless you count your beat on the, the back up to every position in the pitch. <laughs> Aye, we're only one injury away from centre forward for near beat on playing there. Right. Fucking riot. We're just going to rattle through a couple of tweets about the tonight's game tonight. Uh, uh, Thomas Gravison was at the game, by the way. Was he? Guy's <laughs> a fucking crackpot. <laughs> uh, Anthony Joseph uh, of Sky Sports. I uh, was saying... I play hit him harder than Covid in today's performance. Fucking no, that happened pretty bad, I think. Uh, Hope you're feeling better, Anthony. Uh, <laughs> uh, Neil Lennon left in February. Nearly half a year ago, as per usual, Celtic have gone into the UCL qualifiers completely unpre- underprepared. And they're now heading into the domestic season underprepared too. The rebuild will take time, but so many months have already been wasted. I'm going to uh, react to that by first of all saying um, I wouldn't say we were underprepared. I think there would need to be some sort of preparation that's taking place for oh. team underprepared. We've just absolutely fucked it time and time again. Uh, each of the last four seasons has been almost unbelievable, the position the squad's been in, uh, and this one is by far the worst. So um, it's just declining every way. Even uh, how bad we are, still declining. There used to be a stage where we made a big, big deal about January being the Celtic's transfer window because like the summer transfer window just didn't work because their game's right for the get-go in July right. but then we just stopped buying players in January right, so actually coming in oh it's a, it's a nobody wants to lose a player halfway through the season or that shit like, there's plenty of, plenty of leagues that their, their season's finished at winter time right. a lot of the leagues we buy from fucking Denmark now Japan <laughs> all sorts of leagues you mean uh but no, that was always the excuse. Uh, again, have you got us a tweet, Mark? Aye, so former former Hibs star, uh, Tam McManus, oh. uh, it's just kind of echoed it, but it says, gross mismanagement from the Celtic board has led to this. Feel sorry for the two young centre-backs who are in there, trying their best and have done okay, but no help or quality around about them. Another crazy gamble, which looks like it's going to fail. Hashtag Champions League. Uh, aye, it's... Um, Uh, gross mismanagement, uh, 100%. Um, obviously, we're changing personnel. We're looking for a change in direction from the Celtic board, but it sounds, sounds like we've still got the same absolutely abysmal uh, business plan. Uh, it might kind of work off the field, but even then, I'm not that sure that it does. Um, but it doesn't work on the field at all. So the amount of money you can make from the Champions League, we all oh. know, is unbelievable. Um, more, than, more money than Celtic will make um, and win a season from, from buying and selling. I mean, you look at Ayer, we've maybe made, what, 
11 million pounds or I don't know something like that uh, after nurturing a guy for season after season if you make the Champions League each of those seasons we've made 100, 100 million pounds uh, so I, I don't understand it from a business perspective uh, from a, a fan that obviously I don't really give that much of a shit what's happening behind the scenes as long as we don't do a full Sevco uh, situation then I just care about what's on the park what I'm watching what entertains me um, we're all, we all spend money even even just watching it in Premier Sports tonight you know people spend money on this uh, and the output on the on the park is nothing short of a fucking joke fucking shambles man shambles 100% so now we drop into Europa League qualifying uh, I think it's just one qualifier I've no idea probably three I think it's the third I think it's the third qualifying round, but is there I don't know if there's a playoff scenario uh, I, I probably should find out but I don't know but uh, apparently it's FC Jablonek whoever the hell they are uh-huh. And um, where did it from? Czech Republic. Czech Republic. Yeah. Last time we played a Czech team in the Europa League didn't go well for us, did it? 4-1. 8-2. Um, you know, usually, like, in these scenarios, as a Celtic fan, I was thinking, oh, right, cool, like, now we had the name. Uh, that'll be a wee game that we can, we'll win home and away. We'll probably be quite entertaining a few goals, but I'd never heard of Frank Varos either. I know. So I'm I'm leaving confident yeah, oh, beating FC. It, it was the same. It was the same. FK with, sorry, FK. It, it was the same with Clues. It was the same with Copenhagen. I mean, I, I at least knew who Copenhagen was. Aye, but, but but his teams used to be beaten. Aye, I mean, Clues. We also should have beaten. considering when we played them Europa League at home, we we, we we turned them over quite easy, and then we qualified top of the group and played some youngsters uh, in the away game. Um, I mean, these these teams are quite, uh, prepared for these games. Uh, do you know I, I, I'm going to say something that's maybe a bit controversial I don't want to offend anyone but there's nothing in the world that annoys me more than when Celtic fans say I bet Europa League's are level I know that's I fucking know. it shouldn't be though I don't don't just fucking accept mediocre <laughs> don't do it in any part of your life uh, and don't do it when you're fucking when you're watching the team I, it's, it's only a level because the team's playing shit but the team, the team should be playing a lot better so it shouldn't be a level we used to play in the Champions League all the time it's like somebody sitting there works you know where Thinking, I shouldn't be promoted. This is my level, but somehow worse than that because it's not like maybe you're a dumbass. You know what I mean? But Celtic are a massive club with huge infrastructure, but a terrible business plan. I know we touch on it all the time, but just watching teams slowly but surely develop a huge gap, um, and and not making the Champions League that gap's just growing again uh, through a lack of investment. I'm almost thinking we need to go mob mentality. Remember how we couldn't do, uh, like a full on protest because of lockdown. Guys, lockdown's over. Fucking getting about. We're like twenty five thousand uh, next Saturday. I want every. I want all twenty five thousand Celtic fans that are male just to get their wallies out and protest. Aye. I'll add up to twenty four thousand inches. If the if the board get wind of that, but the the ballot, I'll just go towards. <laughs> uh, the fans with a non violent past. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so obviously we could go on all night about uh, going into Champions League again. But we've got we've got Hearts coming up on Saturday, eight PM on Saturday night. We were gonna go over the West Ham game, but we got hammered six two. Callum McGregor scored another great goal. Aye. Uh, Callum McGregor's a really good player. He must like he must just fucking be hating life. All the goals since Angus came in, uh especially in the last couple of games, have pretty much been from Callum McGregor or um, or, or most of the chances have been from uh, a bad a pink crosses in for Ryan Christie <laughs> yeah, Christie had a couple of nice passes he'd one tonight I thought Edward was on his heels he put Edward through didn't he um, mm-hmm. in, the, in the home leg 
Uh, Edward. I just, I, I, I don't have any words other than imagine having the opportunity to play for Celtic and this guy's not trying. Just fucking frights me. Uh, it doesn't look interested, but I know that's his style of play, but normally when he doesn't look interested, he's still like playing really well. The ball comes in for, <laughs> the ball like comes in for crosses and that. He's not really challenging, I don't feel like he's yeah. really getting up that high. He's, he's a terrible, uh, he needs to actually attend a good summer at people in Zaggy's Porter School, I think. Because yeah. he's really missing that in his game. He can't, it it's never has happened. Uh, they, anyway, um, Hearts, 8pm Saturday, weird kick-off time. Hey, we've already touched on what the defence will look like. The rest of the team will probably be much the same. Furuhashi is still... He'll still be a bit away, I would think. I think James Forrest could possibly start. It depends how fit he is. Abada. Amora Abada. Depends what his knock is that he picked up. Uh, I'm going to try and find out who Furuhashi thing and I'll um, update later on in the podcast. Later on, I'll be like five minutes of the podcast, but I'll be like 40 minutes later in real time. <laughs> Aye, there'll cool. be a lot of shit here to do. Um, <laughs> I, 8pm on a Saturday, that's like a, such a wild kick-off, isn't it? Um, Paul to Tim has asked the same question. <laughs> Is Kyogo... Going to be back? Going to be back for Saturday. I'm going to pop on Saturday night for a game, though, so that's quite good. My best... Um, my best bet is probably looking at the replies of this tweet. I saw, apparently, uh, judging by the comments in Paul Tim's uh, post, he's out of isolation on Friday and wants to play Saturday. Oh, good. Hopefully he's going to pull a hamstring. Thanks for the very trustworthy um, comments on... Fan media giving out fan facts. <laughs> yes. Uh, and just been talking to, the, talking to the press. What's his take on the game, Mark? Yeah. So... I'm not going through them all because he's, he's taking some pretty punishing questions, but... This is kind of live, rough and ready podcast, by the way. I know we're jumping about like crazy here, but... Aye, we're just... Okay, the shit's just coming in. We're reacting to what's out there. Obviously, Celtic only got the Champions League once every season. Uh, earlier and earlier every season, but uh, only really one chance to react to it. So, Angie's just been kind of, I guess, quite diplomatic. The players gave their maximum as an overall trend. We got tired at the end. They scored and got through it. I thought my players gave their maximum. It's the beginning of what we're trying to embark on. We controlled the game until they scored. The momentum changed. If it was 2-0 to us, then the game would have been different. <laughs> if it was 2-0 to us, it would have won Ange. Um, but I think he is uh, reflecting on the, the missed chance that James Forrest had uh, seconds before before they scored. Um, I get that Ange is saying he's, he's putting a philosophy in and he's, he's been pretty good with the media so far, but he's got about three days left of that uh, chat, I reckon, before... Some Celtic fans have started to turn on him. I mean, I'm a long way off it, but people turned on Lennon when he won the treble right after. <laughs> you know, so I like, don't know. Uh, I don't know. I think the all anger is directed towards the board at the moment. And one percent is Stevie Woods. Rightfully so. <laughs> By you, <laughs> Martin's uh, reaction is purely Stevie Woods. He Martin's actually told me he believes Stevie Woods works for the board. Uh, he's pulled all the strings. He does. It's uh, paid by Celtic, isn't it? Um, <laughs> But so we get hearts on Saturday, must win. Yeah, hundred percent. start getting some points in the board, man. It's, yeah. um, it's going to be a big ask for um, for that young defence. Mm-hmm. Hearts will be. We'll that's why I can, that's why I can see Starfield and Beaton coming in. Uh, we need full backs, but we won't have any in time for that game. Uh, Joe Hart, if he does come in, uh, won't have to isolate. Is it Tottenham? No, no. 
I'm guessing he's in the UK. Yeah, you would assume so. Um, yeah, um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't imagine he does. Um, yeah, that's a position we need strengthened immediately. Um, I'm going to be honest, first game of the season, I'm, I'm, I mean, we all know 2010 Castle is never ever easy. Um, if we're getting there with inexperienced fullbacks, inexperienced centre backs, even beat on, um, you know, good good Celtic teams. Brendan Rogers Celtic team lost four in that ten castle. Hearts are coming up. The squad's pretty strong again. Um, somehow the the their squad gets weaker and when they're in the SPL and they go to the championship, build a strong squad, uh, and then come back. Um, I reckon Hearts will be a top six team. I think playing them at ten castle on the opening day of the season while you're wildly underprepared. Could and I, I I hope not, but it could be it could have us three points behind Rangers from the get go, which wouldn't be a good start. <laughs> uh, so just checking the Celtic fixtures, we're actually playing Jablanek away on Thursday, this Thursday coming, so a week tomorrow or a week today when this podcast could, uh, yeah, it comes out. Yep, comes out. Um, at quarter to five, that's the fucking level we're at, man. Quarter to five quarter in the afternoon on <laughs> <a> Thursday. <laughs> Oh, uh, so essentially people were going to need to finish work early a Thursday to watch Celtic at quarter to five on a Thursday um, I'm actually off next Thursday so it's that's stupendous um, I'm not, I'm then we're at the first home game first real home game of Angie's reign 25,000 fans give or take a few hundred home with Dundee uh, they need to start spanking teams they need to start showing that um uh, attacking creativity that Andrew's famous for. I know he's just in job, but when he starts showing stuff, see if defense is a mess. See if the results don't go well against Hearts or Jablonek. <laughs> if that's her name, I'm, I'm sorry to any Czech listeners uh, if I'm mispronouncing that. I, I certainly mean no disrespect. Um, I just think that if those results I'm are not, barely get Scottish listeners. Some days I don't listen to it. Um, <laughs> But if, if those results don't go well, I think some Celtic fans will find out how lucky they were last season uh, that there wasn't any fans in. I think things could turn. Fucking Greg Taylor's going to cry in the park. <laughs> Fact. That guy looks like he cries at adverts. Um, if, uh, if, if things don't go well, um, God forbid we end up behind in that game. I, I don't think we'll, I think we'll, we'll pump Dundee. Um, but I think it could be it could be some messy shit going into a protest at Celtic Park. <laughs> Old firm facts. Uh, just tweeted. Uh, this is kind of funny but depressing at the same time. Uh, Celtic twenty eighteen. Brendan Rogers is here for ten in a row. Tw- uh, Celtic twenty twenty one. Ralston is probably man of the match. Any news on Joe Hart? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Bastard. <laughs> But I think that pretty much wraps us up this week. Um, quite a swift one. Just get, don't want to get ourselves in too much a pit despair. Um, We're hopeful that at some point um, in this the, the, the lifespan of this podcast that we will have <laughs> some success. for one week have a positive week. Uh, we did win a we did win a treble, didn't we? Um, the, 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 start, the first couple of months of last season was not too bad. Nah, results were okay, but performances were bad. I think we've had about two good performances since we started. Yeah. Essentially, guys, if we get to 67 podcasts and there's not been any positive, we're we'll probably wrap up. <laughs> the, we beat Ross County 5 now last season and uh, we played the absolute shame. <laughs> I, think they had, I, think they, I think they had the woodwork six times. Um, just before we wrap up, guys, uh, 
follow us at TikTok1888 on Twitter. Um, we don't use any other social media platforms because the rest of them are rubbish. Uh, we guy energy on uh, Instagram and Facebook, so we'll stick to Twitter where the proper Celtic fans are and the proper screwballs. <laughs> uh, next week the episode will be coming out on Friday after after we, we record. We can prom- probably record before dinner time uh, on so Thursday for playing at quarter to five. I Watch the game, record, get it um, posted. Could you even post it that night? I will, we'll, we'll, we'll look to post it Thursday night. Thursday night, depending on how it goes, depending on how editing is. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll host Martin up at mine um, and we'll, 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 we'll hopefully have Dave back on. Uh, uh, Martin's off on Thursday, so if he isn't too drunk, we'll do it. <laughs> True. Exactly. And we'll look back on the Saturday's game at Hearts and. Another Euro heartache. What's the other thing? <laughs> no, well, if, if we don't beat Jablonek, then Andrew Walk. <laughs> Andrew will get chased out. Until next time, guys. Right, thanks again, guys.